2: The Wednesday edition of the Oxford Exxon podcast. Chase Farm, Neil McCready, Clark Ford Studio this morning. We'll talk to Gabe Diarmond here coming up in a little bit. Ole Miss Faces Missouri in uh the last home game of the season for Ole Miss Men's Basketball. thought to Gabe about probably some other stuff too. I don't know. We'll see where it uh where it goes with him here in the uh, the second segment of the show today. The segment that is brought to you every single day by the Oxford Exxon Highway Six West in Oxford. Dacqueray's lunch specials, great gas prices get even better. With the SpeedPass Plus out, the mobile rewards program, and more. When you head on in, you can uh, you get the ribs wet or dry. You can call ahead. They'll be wrapped up, ready to go for you there with the uh, the Oxford Exxon. Again, coming to you from the Clark Ford studio.
1: We are. Clark Ford is in uh, Amory, Mississippi. 662 257 1900 is the number. Call it. Ask for Corey Clark. Tell Corey what Ford product you're looking for. He'll send you a quote within 15 minutes in business hours. It's that simple, it's right to the bottom line. No hassle, no haggle. You get your quote, and the rest is up to you. Corey wants to be your car guy. He wants to be your truck guy. He'll prove that to you when you make the call. 662-257-1900. Gabe and other guests join us on the Rafters Music and Food Hotline. Uh, Rafters right there on the square in Oxford be a a great place to go pregame tonight, uh, this weekend. If you're in town for uh, baseball, you, uh, be a good place to go watch Ole Miss at Mississippi State Saturday at five thirty, and then of course Sunday brunch begins at ten forty five. Uh, bluegrass brunch featuring homemade biscuits, chicken and waffles, of course bluegrass music, uh, mimosas, bloody marys, and more there at Rafters Music and Food on the Square in Oxford.
2: Ole Miss baseball ran their winning streak to eleven games last night, beating Memphis eight to one in Oxford. Pretty sloppily played game from both sides, for being honest. Ole Miss committed a couple errors, had seven hits on the uh, the day, used a bunch of different pitchers who did reasonably well, um, most of them. Memphis had a uh, Memphis walked eleven and threw five wild pitches last night. Huh. Um, that typically will get you beat. Um, Four hour game. You know it went okay considering. I, it moved around okay, considering all the all the issues that everybody had. Uh, you know, Memphis lost two out of three to Xavier a few weeks ago, and I thought, okay, that's probably not good. Well, I saw why last night. Yeah. They, uh, they lost two out of three to Xavier. They did have that kid that had a hell of a week, though, the National Player of the Week from Memphis. Um, last week, in one week, 24 RBIs. Oh. Hit grand slams in three consecutive days. Wow. Good Locked in. Him. Good for him. Locked in.
1: He'll remember that week for a long time.
2: Yeah, he uh, he came up he came up in a couple big spots last night. He struck out once and then hit a ground ball into a double play um, later in the uh, later in the game. But anyway, Ole Miss eight and one. They play Princeton this weekend. A Princeton team I don't think truly even played many games. I mean, I'm not gonna sit here and preview Princeton all morning. But um, thank you. <laughs> uh, Reese Davis's kid plays for Princeton. Oh yeah, yeah yeah yeah. That's the one thing I do have for you. If you're uh, if you're, if you're How about this? Just you know little 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 nugget there.
1: Little. Is he coming to town this weekend?
2: I that I can't answer that.
1: Reese lives in does he live in Birmingham or Atlanta?
2: I thought he lived in Bristol. Still, oh, I thought he lived up there. For some reason, is I thought he was living. I mean, he's from like Huntsville, Florence area. Yeah, for some reason,
1: I thought he was living in Birmingham. Oh, really? I don't know why.
2: I mean, maybe he is. I, I might know. have dreamt that. I thought he was living up there, but maybe I'm wrong. I don't know. I don't have any answers for you. That's all I got. Yeah, Chris Christie's kid used to play for them, and now Reese Davis' kid does play for them. How about that? Hey, that's that's what it is. Yeah, Princeton's only played four games. Um, My recommendation to Ole Miss is win, uh, because your RPI is going to get hit either way here. Uh, They played a four-game series at Penn State to open the year. Mm -hmm. Well, I'm sorry. Penn State was the home team. They played the games in Cary, North Carolina. Okay. At the uh, Team USA training complex. Sure. They lost eighteen one four three, thirteen one, four three to Penn State. Okay. Beat them. Move on with your day. Um frankly, you shouldn't be scheduling them, but whatever. You gotta play somebody. So
1: got a chance to be sixteen and one, I guess, when LSU comes when to town. When
2: LSU rolls in, LSU trying to find itself a little bit last night. So Aren't we all? Yeah, getting asked in the live chat about uh, Mike getting on Peyton Shotney last night. He was he was late to the second base bag on a throw down. The ball was over the bag and Peyton was not at the back and the throwing into center field, and you're going to get yelled at anyway. But then, um, when a former catcher is your coach, you're definitely going to get yelled at, and yeah. that's what happened. He he, it was like a seven on a Mike Bianco yell at you meter. It was it was not a ten. I've seen worse, but it was for for a midweek game they're winning. It was a little extreme in the middle of the field. The the, the camera operator did Mike no favors because he kind of zoomed in on it and made sure everybody got to see see the tongue lashing as it was going on. Um, but yeah, be all right. Shot Nace, led off for the first time um last night. got got on base four times, hit a double, walked three times. video got on base four times from the three hole, moved him back. He, he, he should be hitting leadoff for second, but nonetheless, we're not gonna play the analytics game today. Uh let's see, what else from uh from baseball? Jackson Kimbrell, starter last night, freshman left hander. I was I was a little surprised when I saw that was the guy, but I knew they were gonna go by committee to some extent. We've only seen him to this point twice prior to last night, and it was both in situational lefty on lefty matchup stuff. And I'll tell you, I think as this thing moves on, he's got a really good profile to be a starter. I mean, I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna sit here and predict weekend starter eventually, but starter's his profile because that changeup last night, really good. I mean, uh, potentially a plus plus pitch that he already is flashing. And because of that, if you match him up left on left, he can't throw the changeup. You don't throw changeups to left-handers if you're a left-handed pitcher. So he got to face some right-handers last night. You're going to have more right-handers in the lineup typically anyway. That changeup will play, I, I thought I thought Kimbrel looked really good in, uh, in in short work last night through three innings. They got West Burton some work out of the pen. I think that's because that's how they're going to use West Burton for a little while. So you wanted to bring him out of the pen and put him in that situation from a get-ready standpoint. Um, Austin Miller was really good last night, was needed in a, still a close game at that time. Mike did, however, say that he had some more side discomfort, so sit him down, get him healthy, quit. Um, yep. He now has uh, 17 strikeouts on the year in like 11 innings. He's been very good in high leverage.
1: Really no reason for him to pitch against Princeton, I'm guessing.
2: Well, if you can't beat Princeton anyway, then you just lose a game. That's, that's it. Austin Miller's health is even more important than losing a game to Princeton. So, yes. That is that is You, that is you tell
1: the message board that when it happens.
2: <laughs> you think p- cutting a finger off is more important than 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 losing a game to Princeton? Such as I
1: Don't think it would go well.
2: Okay. Uh, anyway, I don't know. Max Chopey, really the story of the night last night. I'm probably going to write about him a little bit later in the week. He uh, he's now had seven innings, six point two innings, five appearances, has not allowed an earned run. The velocity's up from last year slider is much better from last year he hasn't walked a batter I think he struck out like 10 or something he's been a he's been really dominant so far and maybe that's the piece that kind of figures out this bullpen a little bit um Mike's still trying to figure out but um yeah Chophy may be the uh the early season star from a bullpen standpoint given on what they need they need a guy to step up he might uh he, he might be that guy so uh, all the way around uh Ole Miss did not play well but they won eight to one. If you win a game eight to one, where you don't play well, it's probably pretty good. Um, so eleven and one on the season. Winners eleven straight. They play Princeton Friday, Saturday, Sunday. It'll it'll be a party. Uh, you and you and Jay were talking on uh, g Pitts about how a lot of teams could at least get upsets in this tournament. Tennessee comes back, beats Kentucky last night. Gets oh, really? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Did you not see that? No. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, Tennessee beat Kentucky last night. Kentucky has this thing where they get out way ahead every single game and then blow it and let teams back into it. I asked you this question yesterday. Or was day that at Rupp last night? It was at Thompson Bowling, I thought. Okay. Um,
1: did Vanderbilt win last night,
2: by the they way? I did, yes. Son of a bitch. Vanderbilt won. So Vanderbilt is going to go 2-16 and 16 with wins over LSU and at Alabama. Makes sense. Yeah, it, it's, 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 it's a little bit of a bizarre world. Man, if you're Alabama. <laughs> Come on. Lost the home game to Vandy last night.
1: You want you want free money? Here's free money for you.
2: Actually I was wrong. It was in Rupp last night. I apologize.
1: Here's free money. Mizzou minus whatever on Saturday against Alabama at home. Oh, you think so? Alabama done. They'll they'll that's oh it's over now. Really? Oh yeah. Missouri senior night and all that stuff.
2: Yeah, Tennessee down nine, sorry, down eleven at the half at Rupp won 81-73. Outscored Kentucky fifty to thirty one in the second half last night. Tennessee's not crappy, man. Well, but my point I'm getting yeah. to is Kentucky's not a Final Four team right no. now. They have too many lapses. No, no, no. This no. is not the this is not the group of young kids that kind of figure it out late in the year. Oh no, no, no. You know what I mean? No, no, We've yeah. seen that from Kentucky. This does not no, feel like no. that team.
1: No, no. They should have lost to Ole Miss, could have easily lost to Auburn at home, just lost to Tennessee. No, 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 no. Listen, this this deal in Nashville next week. It's, it's a collection of mediocrity.
2: That's a good point. Nobody looks like a Final Four team, so they technically can still win the stupid thing.
1: Yeah, but, uh, yeah, I mean, I, someone's got to win the tournament in Nashville the way the rules are. Someone has to win it. It could literally be any number of, like, seven teams. <laughs>
2: Yeah, inside the SEC last night, your three games. Vanderbilt 87, Alabama 79 in Tuscaloosa. Wow. Alabama now 8 and 9 in the SEC, 16 and 14 overall. Vanderbilt 10 and 22 and 15. Uh Tennessee 81, Kentucky 73. Tennessee now 17 and 13, 9 and 8. Kentucky 24 and 6, 14 and 3. They have clinched the SEC, or at least a share. And then uh Mississippi State goes on the road, loses last night in Columbia, South Carolina. South Carolina 83-71. Uh, over the Bulldogs' state now ten and seven in the SEC, nineteen and eleven overall, Ooh. and that was a critical loss right there for state.
1: Let me tell you, Saturday night, night in Starkville, yeah, yeah, yeah. Is that? Ba- try not to be overly graphic here. <laughs> Puckered,
2: tight. Yeah, you dropped that one, and it's all she wrote. Peace, tight. Frankly, last night was critical. Though that 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 might have been enough of a blow right there to put them in bad shape. If you know the truth,
1: mm. what state's net is now? You don't have to look it up. I'll look up in a minute. I'm. I'm Are you just curious? I'm a little curious what it did.
2: Well. What's the net got to be? What's the bubble net spot? No one really
1: knows. It's year two of it. I I think you want that first number to be a four. Ooh, 52 as of this morning. So it was fifth, they dropped two spots. And they're
2: playing a home game against Ole Miss, so it's not going up. Uh-uh,
1: what Tennessee do? they there's probably got a nice little bounce.
2: They're at 69. Yeah, it's too late. Yeah, that's that's done. They're over. Tennessee's
1: a scary team next week. South Carolina's a scary team next week teams that could absolutely just tank next week because of the way the season ended, Alabama, Arkansas, State, if they were to lose to Ole Miss. Actually put teams like the Ole Miss Georgia winner, if it ends up being, is a potentially dangerous team in an SEC tournament. Not to win it, but to to spoil somebody's Thursday or Friday Especially if one of those teams could get to a place where they played not to give a damn. Mm-hmm. Which I'm almost kind of hoping to see from Ole Miss tonight. It's not a lot to play for. Just go play. And then I think they ought to go to state, just balls to the wall, let it let it, let it go and see what happens.
2: Oh, it ought to be loose as hell. Just oh, imagine.
1: you're loose and they're not.
2: Get up, make them think about it and see what happens.
1: Yeah. Oh, just play, play crazy. You lose, you lose. What difference does it make?
2: Yeah. What did you say about those hats yesterday? <laughs> all
1: right. No, no, no. you know We're going to do something here. All
2: right. Go ahead.
1: Hold on. Because right. I'm on to your game after 10 years.
2: If you would like to run the ship
1: every day, go ahead. <laughs> no, no, you no, run no. the ship. No, you no, pick no. all
2: the topics. No, and no, you can ask no, me no, whatever on, you'd no, like no, to I'm, run.
1: I'm going to give an opinion. Okay. But I'm going to give it after you give yours. Oh, okay. All yours right. will not impact mine, I promise. But I want you to go on the record okay. with your thoughts on. The new hat. Um, I would have voted
2: if I was voting in my own poll. It's fine. Um, I don't like the multicolored panel. Okay. I like the script M. I'm, I'm actually a proponent of the script M. I, we've talked about this. I think it's more, it's the irony. It's the. It's more Ole Miss than the block M. It's taking literally a piece of the Ole Miss script and putting it on the cap. Now, yes. it does kind of look like the Marucci logo, which is a little bit of a baseball problem. But it's good. Um, Somewhat
1: unavoidable, but yeah. But it really does. It's really close. No, it looks to just like it. Yeah. sure.
2: It's very close to the Marucci logo. Um, I did laugh at all the people saying, "Hey, this is a this is a step toward taking away Ole Miss." And it's like, well, hold on. <laughs> They're taking away a blockyum, not <laughs> Ole Miss. And then Cassie Head, Steven's sister, yeah. she puts up a shirt where this logo was on a shirt in two thousand four. She has an Ole Miss baseball shirt with this logo. So it's a on sixteen it in year plan. Yeah, yeah. Um. I wish it was on a navy hat with a red bill or or an all white hat with a navy bill. Okay. Not not the double paneled. I wish it was one color or the other. It does look a little bit like the old school Expo's hat, as Georgia Rebel mm-hmm. says in the stream.
1: Which is one of my favorite hats ever.
2: The hat looks better just as a hat to me than it does on a uniform. Does that make sense? Sure. Um I don't mind the hat, but on the uniform I wish it was either all white or all blue in a panel. That is my opinion.
1: My two favorite baseball hats ever okay. are the Montreal Expos hats. Like that one. Love it. Okay. And the, the one that I think the Orioles still wear today with the cartoon bird. Yeah, on the great hat. It's multi-paneled.
2: Yeah, I know it's mine.
1: I love the hat. If I were an Ole Miss fan who went to Ole Miss games and that hat was available, I would buy it. You love it. You're all in. I give it a 10 the, on a really? scale of 1 to 10. Now, I'm not a traditionalist with most anything unless you have a true tradition, which is limited, frankly, to the
2: Yankees. The the Brewers hat is my favorite Major League Baseball
1: hat. It is a great hat. That is my favorite hat. But for reasons, I can't (laughs) give it that title. It is an excellent hat. Unless, I mean, when I think about tradition, I don't know that there's a college baseball program in America that I could say they have, quote, Tradition to the point that the uniform is not touchable.
2: LSU can't get rid of their gold tigers across the front, the jerseys. Okay, can't move them.
1: But they They but they do wear other uniforms. Oh well, yeah, they only yeah, wear
2: yeah. them like on Sunday or whatever. It's kind of my point. Know. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: If LSU can't, because every
2: college baseball team that's any good has a thousand uniforms.
1: Right. And Ole Miss is good. So More right. the question is, what college baseball
2: hats or uniforms would you actually recognize without the name on them? That's the better question okay. for the average person. Let me think. Sure.
1: I'd recommend – I'd recognize the Texas hat, I think. You would. Sure. Um, I'd recognize LSU. Yeah. I'd recognize Auburn with the AU. Okay. I'd recognize the Florida hat. Okay. Um,
2: the average person nationally will get Alabama and Arkansas mixed up. I was up.
1: just thinking – it's funny how you said that. I was literally it was going through my mind. Would I recognize Arkansas or would I think it was Alabama? They're confusing to a casual fan. Alabama
2: thing. has a mullet, but most people don't know that. The little it has the little hook yeah, yeah. off. Yeah.
1: Of and Arkansas is more of the Detroit Tiger style. Straight, yeah. 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 Um You would recognize
2: Arizona State's hat, I think.
1: I would. I would. I would recognize theirs. UCLA. Yeah. I think I would recognize UCLA's just with the it's colors. A, it's a
2: B on it now. It's a blue hat with a B with now. it. With
1: a B. And I, so I don't know that I would.
2: Yeah. A and M. Yeah, SEC schools aren't really aren't fair. I was thinking more nationally, but yeah, my points a small list after that. Yeah,
1: and I don't know that Ole Miss the block M is this recognizable thing. I'm not saying it's not. I like it fine. I like the block M hat for what it's worth. I just think once you once you start going down the path of hey, let's have some different uniforms, then go for it. Have some different uniforms. Here's the thing, though, and Dylan pointed out yesterday,
2: and I think I agree with him. I like the – as I see them now in some mocks and on the red hat, I like the interlocking UM better than the script. Man. Sure. I'm cool with whatever, but I yeah. do. I, I like the interlocking UM better.
1: Add it to the collection. You know where I come from yeah, on whatever. this. Have as many as you want. Have as many as you want. But here's the deal. Sell them. Yeah. I fans, think they are selling this yeah. hat. Sell it. If I were an Ole Miss fan, that would be the hat I'd buy. Now, matching it to a uniform, and I know people don't like uniform talk, one of the reasons the Expos uniform worked so well, the hat, is because it was a perfect complement to that uniform. That's my point. With the two-stripe on the leg. The Expos had it right, man.
2: It looked fine. Servideo had the mock-up with him wearing it on a blue jersey, and it was fine. That's probably the best fit for it. You can't wear it on the pins. No, no, no. You obviously can't wear it on the powder or the gray.
1: No, I wouldn't think. You could wear it. You could wear you could it wear with a red or top blue. or a blue top and white pants. Yeah, or gray pants.
2: So my assumption is they will wear it on Friday night against Princeton, or unless they're leaving it, they might be leaving it for SC, for LSU with league play. I don't know. I have no idea when they're wearing the stupid thing, but yeah, get some hats. Be Oregon, whatever. Should be Vanderbilt. Fine.
1: Vanderbilt's got seventeen uniforms. They do. <laughs> they do. So why not? I mean, Ole Miss is going. They're going to break out the camouflage hat at some point.
2: They wear a Saint Patrick's Day hat. They wear a green cap. Good. They sell them, of course. Yeah. It's funny how they pull this off with the baseball program, but no, mascots and stuff have a hard time. Like you know what I mean? It's, yeah, it's a little yeah. strange.
1: But the people that freak out about the script M, I don't get that. I. Don't, it's literally coming off. <laughs> I mean, I mean if they. Went with the O instead of the M. Well maybe maybe but whoa, what what's up? it's 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 the M from the Ole Miss script. It's right there. It's just cut out and put It's your logo. It, it Yeah
2: and it is your logo.
1: It's your logo. <laughs>
2: <laughs> I mean one hundred percent.
1: Bizarre. I
2: just it was funny. I, I had to I had to kind of play with it a little a little bit yesterday. See what social media was saying. I, w- I will say, let's see what the poll results were. I've got them up. This is a win for Ole Miss um, on the poll yesterday. Looks great, forty three point two percent. Yeah. Look, it's fine, thirty nine point eight, and it looks terrible, only seventeen. Oh, wow. that's a win. Yeah, oh, sure. That's a that's a win. You on take a, those on analytics day all day. Well, because people aren't used to it. Everybody hated the powder when it came out and I will say this with college baseball people old Mrs. powder is one of the top 5 most recognizable uniforms in, the, in in the country. Yeah, of course. Everybody loves it, recognizes it, sees it, goes, yeah. Yeah. And it's done that in 4 years, 5 years, whatever it is, I don't know.
1: In a short period of time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And that's what the interlocking UM hat, right?
2: It's what the yeah, red interlocking UM hat, red shoes, powder suits. Yeah. So, my point being, it'll go from 80 to 90% by the time they actually see it a couple times, and in a year, we won't be discussing, and it. it'll just be one of the hats they wear. Oh, yeah, I think with, so. With most things.
1: Just... And the people who are going to completely lose their minds over it are still going to go to the games. <laughs> you
2: don't think anybody's going to boycott over the hat? I
1: mean, I don't think. Okay.
2: Podcast brought to you in part by Community Mortgage, Oxford, Memphis, Middle County, and Chattanooga underwriting and processing is done in Memphis. So you're getting local underwriting, understands your market, a leader in condo financing, the float down option, and with rates right now as good as basically they've ever been. Give Jason a call. Even if you uh bought or refinance within the last year, good time to call again. Just see, just see what he might can do for you. 662-234-2704 or J L O W E at communitymtg.com.
1: Rebel fans renew your football season tickets by March 31st to secure your seats in the vault this season. Tickets start at just $199, can be purchased by visiting Ole Miss. I'm sorry, by visiting Fresh off a uh, tournament win. The Ole Miss baseball team is back at Swayze this weekend as they host Princeton. General admission tickets are available by visiting Ole The men's basketball team A senior night tonight as the Rebels take on Missouri at 8 p.m. The first 1,000 fans will receive a commemorative Brian Tyree poster. Tickets remain and can be purchased by visiting OleMissTix.com. The Ole Miss softball team kicks off a full week of games at the uh, softball complex. They played yesterday. They'll play again today at 6. And then this weekend they host Central Florida for a weekend series beginning on Friday, admissions free. And uh, for more information, you can visit Ole miss Sports.com and the Ole Miss Women's Tennis Team back at home this weekend. They host Georgia at 3 p.m. on Friday and again on Sunday as they host Tennessee at 1. Admission is free. For more information, you can visit Ole Miss Sports.com. Our friends at Blue Delta Jeans are excited to announce that beginning uh, this month, they're taking orders for uh, the return of Duck Canvas, longtime Blue Delta Jeans clients who remember this durable. Long-lasting fabric, it's back in stock by popular demand in canyon brown, green, gray, and navy. At 10 ounces, this Georgia-milled fabric will provide you with the ultimate American-made pant that is nearly unbreakable. For more information or to place your order today, go to BlueDeltaJeans.com or reach out to Blue Delta Jeans on social media at Blue Delta Jeans. And we're brought to you by the Iron Horse Grill. It specializes in, in-, in on-site, large-event catering for up to 250 people and off-site full catering services, especially beverage catering. So if you're planning a birthday party, a graduation celebration, a rehearsal dinner, or a wedding reception, you want to be able to enjoy the moment, and the Iron Horse Grill is your answer. It's a one-stop shop for beverage services for a 250-500-person to 500 person wedding or even a 3,500-person gala. The Iron Horse Grill is one of the largest beverage caterers in Mississippi, and it can service the entire state. So call Sarah Black at 601 601- for your catering needs and knock that off your worry list. Let the Iron Horse Grill make your event one that is memorable forever. The Iron Horse Grill is located at 320 East Pearl Street, in jackson
2: and you not sure where to go no matter where you are Special with the PD group as you covered with three convenient locations in tupelo oxford and new albany no referral is needed to schedule an appointment with one of sog's fellowship trained sub-specialized surgeons at any of their three locations with 24-hour scheduling sog makes it easy to accommodate you just call 767-4200 or request an appointment on their website at www.sogms.com special with the Group. Choose a specialist. Choose S-O-G. We'll be right back on uh, the live stream with Gabe Diarmond in a second. Otherwise, just, uh, just hold tight. Be right back.
1: Gabe Darmond joins us here on the podcast. Gabe, how are you this morning, sir?
2: I'm good. How about you guys?
1: We're good. Just uh, breaking down Super Tuesday, state by state, delegate by delegate. That's what we do here. Tennessee and
0: the- Kentucky. Is that what you mean by Super Tuesday?
1: How about that, huh?
0: Yeah, I I actually quit paying attention and then woke up in the middle of the night and watched the last few minutes on replay.
1: So we won't spend a lot of time on it because, frankly, I don't really know. Uh, Missouri plays at Ole Miss tonight. It's at 8 p.m., which should be illegal, but it's at 8 p.m. And uh, senior night, for Bree and Tyree, these two teams played each other not so long ago up there in Columbia. Mizzou won by three, if I recall correctly. Uh, what do you remember? I know you were at that game. What do you remember about that game? What do you sort of expect tonight?
0: I remember uh, nothing. I didn't. I knew Missouri won. I couldn't remember the score until you just mentioned it. Um, they're two pretty mediocre, evenly matched teams. Um, I, it's interesting that this is senior night for Brian Tyree. Is this like his fifth senior night? Because he's one of those dudes that's been in school since I was, you know, like, Maybe 15 years ago, it seems
1: like. He's the rarity, you know, in, in today's college basketball because he's been an impact player for basically three and a half years. And usually those guys don't stay four years. And so, yeah, you're right. This is, he's, he's had a hell of a career at Ole Miss. I mean, I, it's, I wrote about it yesterday. It's up on the site, it's at rebelgrove.com. It's part of the Rivals Network where prices never go up. And um, <laughs> <laughs> he's, listen, replacing Brian Tyree is going to be an issue for Ole Miss. I mean, oh,
0: he's, and he, I, I'm i sure he does this to a lot of teams, and I know he has a lot of company in doing it to Missouri, but he always seems to light up Missouri. He's, uh, he's always played really well against
1: them. He's played really well against just about everybody. The only team that kind of has his number a little bit is Alabama. They they throw a bunch of like athletes at him. and they'll They get...
0: don't seem to have anybody else's number right now. It's yeah, not Vandy.
1: I would have. I, t- I told Chase a little while ago, when I heard that score, I did not realize that, that Alabama had lost to Vanderbilt. That does it for them. They're toast. Yeah. I oh, said- they're, d-
0: they're done. I, yeah, I actually did a whole bunch of like seeding scenarios for Missouri in the SEC tournament yesterday because, look, it doesn't matter, really, but they're trying to avoid Wednesday night, and I said at the beginning, like all this kind of goes out the window if Andy beats Alabama, but that seems pretty unlikely, so we're just going to assume that won't happen. And then, of course, it happened, so I wasted 20 minutes of my day yesterday.
1: My point was, I love Missouri minus whatever on Saturday against Alabama. I, I, if you're Alabama, it's just like of to hell with it.
0: Yeah, I mean, Alabama's playing for nothing at this point. I think both them and Arkansas, I mean, three weeks ago were teams that everybody said, hey, that's that's either a tournament team or they, they definitely got a shot, and I don't think either one of them has a shot now. I mean, no. they're both in position to maybe finish 11th in the SEC. I don't care what else happens. You finish 11th in this league, you are not allowed in the NCAA tournament.
1: I don't think the league's getting but four, maybe five bids. Mississippi State lost last night. Ole Miss gets a crack at them on Saturday. Ole Miss will... Ole Miss blew them out in Oxford, and I know that won't be the same thing in, in Starkville, but you know, if Ole Miss goes in there and just says out of hell with it and plays basketball, they could beat them, and State's going to be tight as a drum. I don't like tight teams from a betting standpoint late in the year. They're, they're just they, – they they get bogged if, down.
0: Uh, I think uh, the four might be right. Um, Mississippi State is is close. Uh, I think if they, they win one of their last two and win one in Nashville, they'll get in. And, and then – you know, South Carolina and Tennessee could both play themselves in, I think. Uh, now, they they got to do a little bit, but college basketball isn't very good. I mean, there's going to be some 18 and 14 teams from, from major conferences in
1: there.
2: Tennessee's problem, as we looked it up a minute ago, even after that win last night, they're net 69.
1: Which is nice. <laughs> yeah.
0: Um, yeah, I – I, they don't look like an NCAA tournament team to me, but, again, college basketball is so bad, guys. Like, I don't know how you're going to find however
1: many teams they put in this thing these days. I think it's
0: 68, maybe. Uh, but, uh, I mean, there's going to be some bad teams in the tournament.
1: The SEC tournament could actually be – it, the league's nowhere near as good as we all thought it would be or, or, or expected it to be, but it could actually be really interesting.
0: I mean, I don't think anybody would be shocked if a team like Missouri or Ole Miss, you look up and somehow they're in the semifinals because no. they've just gotten hot at the right time. And, you know, Missouri's already beaten Auburn. Uh, you know, a lot of these teams down at the bottom, I mean, Bandy beat LSU. And Kentucky's not typical Kentucky, obviously. I mean, any of these, any team in this league, if there's ever a league where the ten seed goes in thinking, I don't know, we might be able to, Get this done. This
1: is probably it. I was telling Chase the Georgia. If if they played today, Georgia and Ole Miss would play each other on the first game on Wednesday, and whoever won that game would have a little momentum. uh, I mean, you know, going into the Thursday game against somebody and whoever you're playing, whether it's Tennessee or Carolina or State or whatever. I mean, those are those are beatable teams. They're not that good. Yeah, I mean, you, you know, you could shoot well one afternoon and win, and then suddenly. You're hot, and you're playing on Friday against Auburn or LSU or somebody, and, I mean, crazier things. It doesn't, I, you know, it's... Yeah, a, they, the problem
0: with that tournament, though, too, is you run it, especially if you, if you play on Wednesday, you have almost no chance. But even, the, like, the lower-seeded teams on Thursday, you know, you get to Saturday, and, and all of a sudden you're playing the third time in three games, That it looks to take a toll on you.
1: Oh, sure, there's no doubt that you your uh, your leg's... Your legs get shot. I think some of it is just becomes mentality. I I remember that Georgia team the year of the the tornado, you know, that Georgia team just got hot for one weekend and won the tournament. I covered, uh, I covered, I was covering Auburn years ago when uh, Arkansas just got red hot and won the tournament. They won four games in four nights and and won the tournament. You never know, but realistically, none of this matters. So let's get to this. This is what's more interesting to me is, uh, your friend, Aliyah Drinkwitz, who I know that you have become <laughs> very close with uh, over the last over the last month. out a lot. He, uh, forget the, the shot that he took at Ole Miss for a minute. We can get to that in a second. But he talked about doing it the right way and, and we don't have to do all of those things. He does know what league he's in now, right? I know he did the Sunbelt thing for a little while. He's been at Missouri long enough to know that he's in the Southeastern Conference. I mean, he's aware of how this thing works, right?
0: Yeah, there, there are two ways to take that. Um, the first one is the way most people will take it, which is we're not going to cheat while most of the SEC cheats. And, look, we all know, whether nobody will say it out loud, but obviously a lot of teams in the SEC cheat. We've talked about that a lot. Um the other way to take it and the way he would explain that he meant it and you know, you can buy this or not is when you're at Missouri, you have to know how you can recruit, which is not going down to Georgia and Tennessee and Mississippi and Florida and trying to get kids that a lot of other SEC schools want. Um, you know, I, I don't, I don't know which one he meant. Um, If it was an on-the-record comment, I hope he meant the second one uh, because that's just kind of the the type of thing coaches don't say. Although, you know what? Also, with all the stuff that's been going on with college basketball and everything lately, like, I get real tired of of hearing coaches pretend this stuff doesn't happen, too. So even if he meant the first way, it doesn't bother me. I get why it would bother other people, especially schools he was talking about.
1: So why do you pick on Ole Miss? I mean... I mean, Ole Miss went four and eight last season. Ole Miss hadn't done anything to Missouri. Yeah, yeah I, I mean, if if he if he
0: meant the the cheating stuff, um, you know, I guess I don't know because they did have the NCAA thing. I, I, I don't know um, if he meant the other thing. I think he was probably picking out kind of a a program that's similar and saying, hey, you know, Ole Miss geographically they're in a place where they can go and. They they are going to go try to go up against these other SEC schools, and we can't do it that way. Um, I, but uh, yeah, I don't know. Uh, go pick on like uh, just go pick on other people that are bigger than you. Like, don't pick on somebody your own size because you know uh, the Missouris and the Ole Misses and the Arkansas should kind of maybe more try to unite against the teams <laughs> that they can never out recruit in this
1: league. Yeah, they kind of all in this together a little bit, and I mean he's he's going after. Not now. No, yeah, not now. I mean, it's, it's mortal enemies now. <laughs> <laughs> well, when you go to dinner yeah, with yeah, you know, Drinkwitz tonight, that, you need to talk to him.
2: Six years they play will be better now. <laughs> I, I, I mean, look, Enos Rakestraw just really liked Shakespeare's game. Yeah. That was it. He he loves Shakespeare's. He's like, you yeah. know what? That, well, that's, that's the deal. And you know what? It is funny because
0: a bunch of us that cover Missouri just kind of privately talked about that after signing day when they got Rakestraw. So I'm like – Look, that's a big deal for Missouri to, to get a kid who legitimately had Texas and Alabama offers. Um, you know, they, that doesn't happen. But uh, we all said, you know, if he had signed with legitimately any other school like Missouri, all these fans that are talking about what a great recruiter Drake Lynch is now would 100% just be posting dollar signs all over my <laughs> yeah, message board. Yeah. You know, I mean, it, it's just you know, and, hmm. and even the even the comments in the, in the thought article. You know, obviously my message board is full of full of people going, "Wow, that's a coach, love-insaneed way to call out the cheaters." You know, and, and the other side is going, "Jeez, what an amateur! He doesn't belong in this." League. You know, it's just all the lens you view it there.
1: I'm I'm guessing when he made those comments. He did not believe they were going to be public knowledge, right? He, he, if,
0: if I had to guess, that would be my guess because I, I mean I don't even think those were the most like, kind of uncoached-like comments in the article. I mean, he was talking about Brian Harson and talking about how some days you didn't want to show up to work because he was an effer, and <laughs> I, I just can't. See, a coach, even a coach who hasn't been at this level before, I don't think he says that stuff if he really knows it's going to be written. Um, I, you know, and, and I don't know. I haven't talked. He hasn't told me anything about it. But I, when you read those comments, you go, know, I wonder if he realized this was a conversation that was going to be uh, publicized.
1: i got to guess no. I've got to guess yeah. that he thought this was – this was a get-to-know-you background sort of a deal.
0: It's also, though, like, and I hate that we all do this, but we all do it. We, we just piss and moan all the time that nobody says anything. And then as soon as somebody says anything interesting, we destroy them for saying it. It's like, no, let's, let's have these guys say fun things. Like, I hope Wayne Kiffin's asked about this and fires back and insults Missouri. Like, that's fun. That's, that's good for us. It's good for fans. It's good for the sport. Let's do that instead of this boring. You know, I really respect this team. They're well coached. They're big. They're fast. They're physical. They're multiple on offense and multiple on defense. And they just put you in that it. No, come on, fire the coach. Do that.
1: Yeah. No. I'm. I'm all for the trash talk portion of it. the The part that got me was literally. I, I would if I were a Power Mizzou subscriber and poster on your board. Number one, I would be thrilled that prices had not gone up in twenty years. Number two, <laughs> number two, I, I would be thinking, "Well, no, wait a minute, is this guy out of his league?" That would be my bigger concern than him taking a, a side at at Lane Kiffin and Ole Miss. My my much bigger worry would be, surely he doesn't mean that.
0: Yeah, it is. It, I think it's going to be interesting covering him because like just in the few times I've talked to him, I mean, you guys know how these, uh, these colleges work. I mean, you can just call the head coach up anytime you want. Just
1: right. Yeah. Oh, of course. That's, that,
0: that's how it works. Most places. Um, but in the, the few times that I've talked to him, like, he's going to say something. I've been doing this for 17 years and all I've ever covered are robots. I mean, Jerry Pinkle was a great coach. He was boring as sin in interviews. Like, I could write his press conferences before they happened. And then Barry Odom came along, and and frankly, off the record, Barry was was pretty decent. But on the record, Barry made Jerry Pinkle look, you know, like Wayne Uh He was incredibly boring. Drinkwits is going to say something. Um, and I think there's going to be a few of these moments where it's like, um, you know, there, you got more than just, the the Bruin, North Carolina newspaper covering you now. These things are going to make national headlines when you say this.
1: Yeah, I mean, and he's and again. I'm all for it. Absolutely, you need to be. I mean, frankly, if you're at a program like Missouri, which isn't really in the national spotlight, when they, I mean, we, you know, when when Missouri goes to SEC media days, no one's going. I tell you what, man, we're, I, I can't wait to hear from from the Missouri coach. I mean, it's like that with usually with Ole Miss or State or whatever. I mean, this will be one of the first times at spring meetings and then at at, at SEC media days that, that like, schools like Ole Miss and Mississippi State are headliners.
0: Yeah, absolutely. And, uh, you know what, I, like, that's good for these schools. I mean, like you said, it, nobody, especially the last few years, like, Missouri football just is there. Like, nobody talks about them outside the state of Missouri. I, hey, if this gets people talking about you, cool. Now at some point you're going to have to go back it up on the field, but I, hey, all you can do in the off season is get publicity.
1: He's not going to keep wearing that letter jacket, is he?
0: I don't know. Uh, I uh, there was a there a former All American tight end that played here that tweeted out a picture of uh, him and Drinkwitz. Drinkwitz had stopped by his office, and uh, and he uh, just. I, like, my first impression every time I see him is just, if you had 100 guesses what this guy does for a living, I don't think you'd ever guess Major Division one college football coach, right? Uh, no, you'd guess, uh, like, uh,
1: accountant, uh, yes. tax advisor, he, he, IRS he, agent. He,
0: the, and I may have even texted you the pictures before, but he is he Dean Pritchard from old school. Like, that's who he reminds me of. That's who he looks like. God. It doesn't mean it can't be a good coach. It's just it's funny.
2: Just because I'm sick and I'm weird, I'm just kind of curious. Did you even get one message board thread about Missouri having a pretty decent baseball weekend in Houston over the weekend?
0: Um, There is a baseball thread on our board. Uh, like one? Nine people. Yeah, one thread. It's just a season thread. Um, you know, the the nine people that are interested, uh, click on it. I have not yet opened that thread. I'm, I assumed they were happy about it.
2: Okay, fine. I was just curious.
1: <laughs> Do you like Missouri's hats? Are are Missouri's hats good? Are you pleased with the hat that they're wearing?
2: Yeah, we're having a hat crisis here in Oxford for a couple of days.
0: I, I, I don't know. I mean, I don't know what they look like.
1: Missouri's Hats just a, it. It's a black Chase hat with a gold him. M, right? With the outlined yeah. and white. I got a
2: gold bill on one of them too. Oh,
1: they have an I, alternate.
0: I, I'm going to guess if we did a podcast about Missouri baseball, it would mostly just be Chase telling me about Missouri <laughs> <laughs> because I promise he knows more players on it than I
2: do. <laughs> <laughs> Steve's not on the hot seat, what you're telling me, Gay? They're fine with him winning thirty, thirty-five games, and just keeping everything, keeping all the trains on on schedule.
1: Go ahead and say oh. it. Who's Steve? <laughs> <laughs> no,
0: Steve. No, I mean, look, I think Missouri's got a good situation with him. I mean, he's from the state. He wanted the job. That's good. But, but they're in a league where every other team in the league has been to the College World Series since 1999. Missouri in '54, they won
1: it
0: all. <laughs> Norm Stewart pitched on that team. Um, but like the upside for this, I don't team know if is you've is heard early. it, but Ole Miss
1: has only been once in the last 20 years. I don't know if anyone's told you that, but between yeah, I, between it, that and the multi-panelled hat, we have a crisis. Yeah, it is one more
0: time than, than Missouri has been. But uh, no, I, I, like the upside for this this team is oh, have a really good year, get a Max Scherzer on your roster, finish fifth or sixth in the SEC, make the tournament, that's great. But, you know, it's it's a chicken or the egg thing. Like, to compete in this league, they will have to dump money into that program. But why would you dump money into a program that, even in your good years, you're talking, I don't know, mid-level in the league. and, and People just – baseball is not a big thing here. It just it, – you know – when you say baseball in this state, it's Cardinals and Royals. It's it's not college baseball. It's just not a sport that's ever caught on here. Even even when they're good, it's it's, it's a niche thing.
2: Yeah, because I mean, it amazes me what some of these schools are even putting into it. I mean, Kentucky just put forty five million into their baseball program, and they're I mean, they're fine. They're not yeah. a bad program. They have some upside, but good grief. I mean, Missouri I mean, just spent two years
0: raising a couple million dollars to turf the field. So, you know, um, baseball is, is – and, and I I actually – I believe this strongly. If you are not a school that just prints money, like A&M can do whatever it wants, spend all kind of money on everything. Same with Alabama. Their football program makes so much money. Do whatever you want with it. If you're a Missouri or an Ole Miss, I think you should pick a sport, either football or men's basketball, because, it, it like – I say this all the time. I, I, No disrespect to the people that play them and the people that follow them. They put in a ton of time. They work hard, all that. But the only two that really matter and make make money are football and, and, and basketball. So if you're a Missouri or old Miss level school, you need to pick one of those schools or one of those sports. And every single dime you have goes into making that sport great. And then you worry about the rest of it. Like, I don't care if you're good at wrestling or you're good at, the women's basketball or volleyball or golf or any of that. Like, you get really good at the uh, at the one that is important, and then it will raise the level of everything else. You know, I mean, Missouri fans say all the time, like, Kansas is, is one of the five best basketball programs in the country. They're not really very good at anything else. Who cares? Like, I, I'd rather be great at one thing and below average in everything else than just kind of decent. Not a
2: lot of it. Yeah, and when you make a point on, on Missouri baseball, if you put all this money into it, I mean, you're 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 just draining it. You're never going to actually get it back. I mean, that's the one positive from the, some yeah. from a third sports standpoint at Ole Miss, LSU. I think Arkansas—they're actually in the black. They make money every year. and It doesn't cost them anything compared to every other school. Yeah, because I mean, Ole Miss yeah. sold 7,500 um, season yeah. tickets for baseball this year.
0: Yeah. Uh, I don't know what Missouri's number is. I'm going to guess it's closer to 75. And 75 <laughs> they than
2: I could they right. used to crack me up, Gabe, when they first came into the league because they wouldn't even include, like, the players and stuff in the attendance. So I'd see some of those games up there where it'd be snowing or whatever, and it'd be like attendance 22, 19, 17, 26. It made me laugh. I yeah,
0: I mean, they, they need to start counting the vendors and, the, yeah. and things like that. Yeah, it's like 300 before it, you no, start. I mean, the stadium only holds, like, two or 3,000. Yeah. Yeah,
2: anyway. So. Doesn't matter. All right,
1: la- last thing. Are you pretty excited about the Mike? This,
0: this is the longest I've talked about Missouri baseball in my whole life, okay.
1: by the way. Right. Last thing, are you pretty excited about the uh, Mike Matheny era beginning in Kansas City? It should be dynamic.
0: You know what? Um, last I checked, and, and you guys might want to look this up when we get off the podcast, the Kansas City Chiefs are Super Bowl champions and other sports do not matter. That is how I view this baseball
1: season. I understand. I get it. All right, Gabriel. I'll uh, I'll so, send
2: you a
0: video yep. tonight. All right. Thanks, guys. Have a good one. Yep.
2: we will tell you about Visit Oxford. Visit com slash events. You go to that page, find out what's going on locally in Oxford this week and every single week as well. Everything from Magic in the Middle Ages running all the way through March 20th. Basketball against Mizzou. We've told you about that tonight. Got – Concerts all over town, baseball, the uh, double-decker bus tours resume uh, Friday, 4 to 5 o'clock. And remember, if you uh, if you do that bus tour, you can take uh, take your receipt over to our friends at Blue Delta Jeans. Get $100 off a pair of jeans if you take part in that as well. So plenty, plenty to do. You can also stop by the Visit Oxford location right there on the square of Jackson Avenue, and they will give you uh, welcome bags and tell you about some of the things you're not aware about in town. Again, that's visitoxfordms.com.
1: Don't just accept what you see, but imagine something new. Step forward and chase after a better version of yourself. Every day, Corinth Dental is helping people reinvent themselves one smile at a time. Dr. Bubba McQueen and Dr. Jenny Beth Hendrick are devoted to restoring and enhancing the natural beauty of your smile using conservative, state-of-the-art procedures, including Invisalign. These clear aligners are the virtually invisible way to improve your smile. Call Corinth Dental today for a no-cost Digital scan of your teeth and let them show you the way to a straighter, healthier smile. 12 months, no interest, no down payment financing available at CorinthDental.com. If you're looking to give your employees or clients something beyond the typical koozie, or you need some awesome marketing swag for your client or potential customer, I recommend Dead Soxy. They've got you covered with custom socks. What better way to personalize your company swag than to create a product people will use Time and again, visit deadsoxy.com, scroll to the bottom of the page, click on the Custom Socks button, and let them hold your hand through the entire process. Don't worry about not having design skills. Just share your vision with the design team, and they'll get to work putting your vision into action. DeadSoxy will create a complimentary digital mock-up of your design before any orders are placed. It's time to get customized, so go custom with your friends at DeadSoxy. We're also brought to you by Nest and Wild. Nest and Wild is a uh, Mississippi-based mattress company making a high-quality mattress delivered right to your door. They make buying a new mattress easy. Every Nest and Wild mattress is one foot thick, Excuse me, giving you comfort and support that will last. A lot of online brands sell an 8-inch or 10-inch mattress with less support and durability. But from the twin size to the California king, every Nest and Wild mattress is one foot thick. It's also 100% American-made, and the pricing is uh, fantastic when you compare it to the mattress companies in their tier. We'll make it even better by throwing in a podcast discount. And you should know it's a no-risk decision. Nest and Wild believes in their product so much that they're offering a 99-night trial on every mattress to try it out, sleep on it for 99 nights, and if you don't like it, you can return it. Go to nestandwild.com, order your mattress. Use the podcast code REBEL20, that's REBEL20, you get 20% off your purchase, your mattress will arrive at your door in three to five days.
2: Podcast is brought to you by In-House Interior and Design, they're on Main Street in Tupelo, also inside Sugar Magnolia in Oxford, booth 34 when you walk in there. They handle every aspect of designing the home from windows, doors, paint, wallpaper, lights, fixtures, lamps, floorings, rugs, furniture, and more. They have more than 30 years of combined experience. And right now they're still offering the twenty percent off the first ten dorm room design appointments for you there with Nikki and Ashley. So again, you can give them a call and find out more at six six two six eight one six two four one. Um, appreciate Gabe there, basketball, I drink which talk. That's that's a good point. He's he's definitely on the list of the least likely to be a SEC football coach, head coach we've seen in a really long time. I mean, I am not even really sure who's on that on that Mount Rushmore with him, but he's he's certainly up there.
1: Can you imagine what would have happened here if Lane Kiffin had fallen apart and Ole Miss had hired Elijah Drinkwitz?
2: You don't think the same buzz would have uh, populated throughout I'm really the, trying the, to, the, the Lou community?
1: I'm trying to legitimately think what would have happened. What do you mean? Do you think it would have been? I think he was the next dude up. Oh, I do too. Do you think it would have been pure revolt? There was a certain
2: sentiment of, it's just not Matt Luke, honestly. Sure. So there is part of that.
1: But... But his would have been a name that basically came out of nowhere. He was on our hot board, but we stopped talking about
2: it. Yeah, him. yeah. And then, I mean, I didn't realize how close we were to screwing that up until that Sunday morning well, I or whatever told you it was.
1: I told you throughout the process, I felt like I was missing something. We were there missing was, the wrong guy. There was something missing.
2: We spent too much time on Napier and not enough time on Drinkwitz.
1: Well, I spent time on Napier and got nowhere with it. People kept which saying, was, what do you think about Napier? I'm like, I can't get anywhere with it, which mm-hmm. made me think there was nothing to it. yeah uh, I think it would have gone over very poorly
2: it even I don't mean from a religious standpoint, just in general, it would have looked a lot like Freeze and people still aren't ready for that that look alike yet. You know what I mean? yeah, I think that's some of it too was really resembles Hugh in a couple different ways
1: kind of has a hook.
2: Kind of has a hook, um, sort of that. Hey, that non athlete coach, a little bit. You know what I mean? Just mm-hmm. a lot of stuff. I mean, yeah, it just it just had a little bit of a little bit of a feel there. It be it. Look, Drinkwitz might end up being really good, but I mean, he did take Ole Miss to access balls. It looked like a copy of a copy a little bit is what it would have looked like. Yeah, it's fair. Can't argue that. It would have looked like kind of that, that Michael Keaton movie Multiplicity, where it was like the second or the third one, not the first one, where it sort of was like this weird mutation of of what Ole Miss had.
1: I mean, I can't tell you how, when I realized how close we were to kind of missing it, how I thought, what in the hell would I have written? But, yeah, you know what? They decided not to go with Giffen. Decided to go a different direction.
2: Oof. Just hard hat that bad boy up and pray That's all you can do at that point.
1: Mike well, could have just taken the university release and said, have at it, boys and girls. Yeah,
2: I'm going to leave this board here for 24 hours. days. Do whatever days. you
1: want. 24 days.
2: We'll come back. We'll check in. Yeah. Kind of like that hottie totty board we have right now where that dude just talks to himself all the time over there by himself.
1: Pick up that phone and call a couple of people. Hey, you know, you were talking to me a couple of years ago about a job. <laughs> kind of curious.
2: <laughs> what do you got? <laughs>
1: That's still there? How are we feeling?
2: <sighs> I get it. I mean.
1: Oh, he was definitely the next guy. Yeah. Someone says in the thread, what's Napier's deal? Billy Napier is the guy who is a deep thinker. That's what he is. Might work, might not. He thinks he is in line for a better job than the ones at places like Ole Miss, Mississippi State, and Arkansas. He essentially would not take the calls of those three programs. Now, those three programs are paying their head football coaches collectively about 12 point something million. It's a hell of a gamble
2: it just takes one injured quarterback or some issue at one of those Sunbelt schools for you to get forgotten. Ask Mark Hudspeth about that.
1: Absolutely. You can you can go from being the next guy at fill-in-the-blank SEC guy. school to you're the assistant head coach at Vermont State.
2: Somebody asking the thread if he has any ties to Missouri. No, he does not. Um, he's been in Arkansas. He's from Norman, Oklahoma originally. He played at Arkansas Tech. A lot of Arkansas stuff, and then Boise, NC State, App State, and Missouri. Trinquist
1: played at Arkansas Tech?
2: His alma mater is – well, he – sorry, he went to Arkansas Tech. I don't know if he played football or what okay. he did, but, yeah, no. Sorry, oh, he wow. went to Arkansas Tech. Why are you finding that weird?
1: I don't know. I just didn't know that. So, he went to Arkansas Tech, and uh, Norvell went to – Central Arkansas. Central Arkansas.
2: Yeah, during his time at Alma, he was an all-conference and all-state selection, was named FCA Huddle Leader of the Year. He then chose to go to Russellville and received a bachelor's degree in education from Arkansas Tech. So, no, did not play college football. It's so Arkansas Perth, Tech's in me. Russellville. I
1: was trying to remember where it is. I've seen the signs for it when I'm it driving to. Drinkwitz and his
2: wife, Lindsay, have four daughters. So, there's your. Mm. There's Where's
1: your she life. from? She, she from Alma, also? <sighs> I don't
2: know. Do you want me to try to find out? <laughs> no, I don't care. Lindsay Drinkwitz. Your computer's very smart. I just typed in L I N D and Lindsay Drinkwitz went into the Google search. Because it's listening to you. Dude, it's getting worse and worse. Around. I you know, I'm I'm, I'm 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 a big Alexa fan and I'm, I'm telling you, I'm getting a little I'm I'm, yeah. I'm starting to even get a little get some 1984 vibes going on here. It's getting a little uh, Alexa, weird. Alexa knows all. Oh, dude. I mean I'm telling you, it's 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 strange. I sent somebody a text yesterday about an item I was trying to potentially purchase. Had not looked on Amazon, had not done anything. Yeah. Had not googled it. Just sent a text, said, Hey, do you know a good of this? Check Facebook and it was an ad for that in my Facebook feed. And I went. Mm hmm. Okay.
1: I had a phone conversation about IT band stuff. Okay. And I'm getting blown up with devices that would help with my IT band. Really? I've not searched.
2: Now and and you're not I mean, Siri's always listening.
1: Yeah. And recording.
2: And recording everything, do you care? Not really, I don't either. I couldn't care less. I mean, in a lot of ways, it's kind of functional. I mean, so where's where she, me where she from? Oh, I
1: don't know. You found it? No, I don't know.
2: Okay. It was not an easy Google search, I was right. having to really kind of look for it. Mm, I don't know that I care that much. Uh, care. Sorry, high school sweetheart just stumbled upon it. So
1: she's from Alma as she well, she
2: appears to be from Alma, Arkansas as well. That's How correct. That? How about that? She appears to have a Pinterest page. Good for her. Unless there's a different Lindsay Drinkwitz.
1: Probably not. You don't think there's a She's probably process? the one.
2: She is. She is wearing Arkansas State gear in the uh, the profile photo. Appears to be a lot of pictures of like home design or decor or something. A lot of house stuff.
1: She likes to decorate.
2: She has a spaghetti thing on Pinterest.
1: Yeah. Yeah. I like
2: Spaghetti. And I don't know. There's a story here from the Columbia, Missouri, and it says how a red couch helped Missouri land new football coach. Huh. Anyway, sorry. Um, but it's Wednesday in February, March, whatever it is, guys. I don't know. <sighs> <clears throat> Can't wait for the fallout, if you're right. If OMS is 16 and 1 when LSU comes to town and then loses 2 out of 3, it be like everything else uh, didn't happen. There you go. Nothing else happened. Just, Just. Missouri actually got a little help from the scheduling guides. as I was looking at their schedule while Gabe was talking, and I realized he'd have no way to have that conversation. Gabe, the by the way, I wanted me to
1: pass along to you that if you would like to cover Missouri baseball. He has <laughs> some internships available. He's got, yeah, he's got an unpaid internship available.
2: <laughs> yeah, I, I realized quickly that he would not be able to answer any of my questions that I might have regarding the Missouri baseball team, so I, just, I, I stopped. It was, it was yeah. Fine. They're doing the right thing. I mean, I'm making fun and I'm playing, but Missouri is absolutely going, hey, God, the, the, of course. we can't do this. Of we course. can't compete in this league. course, And they're okay. They win 13, 14 games a year. It's all right. It's cool. It's conference games. They win 30 regular season games a year. It's all right.
1: I'm trying to decide whether I want to give the following hot take or not. I think most people would agree with me, but there would be a handful of people who would lose Where their minds. Going? Yeah. Between you and me? Yeah, sure. I don't invest a ton of money in softball. I'm thinking about it. The infrastructure from it. a high school recruiting standpoint's not there.
2: In this state, no, 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 Right. It's why soccer and volleyball struggle at times. Right. I mean, Mott's done a hell of a job in soccer, given the situation. why
1: they obviously also struggle in softball. So before you drop $2 million into a facility, think about where else you could put that money. Do you
2: money. need an SEC standard at this, though? I'm asking. I'm just no. Okay. Yeah. Because just...
1: nobody gives a damn outside of football, men's basketball, and baseball. If you're going to throw two million dollars into something, put it into women's basketball. I mean, at least they play high school basketball in Mississippi.
2: Yeah, recruiting is good in Mississippi for high school right. basketball.
1: So if you're going to, if you're just going to throw it into something, throw it into that. Okay.
2: Well, there's no proof yet that it's sustainable over a long period of time. I mean, I don't know. We'll see.
1: Right. And I'm not saying it's not.
2: I'm if just, it was, I get it because T V exposure sure, I mean, softball sure, is a weird sure. thing there. Um
1: It's a good T V sport.
2: It is, it's a great TV sport. It's a much better TV sport than baseball.
1: Well yeah, because the games are shorter. Yeah. It's a two hour and, and it moves, boom, moves. moves faster. Yeah.
2: Pitch hit, pitch hit, walk, pitch, hit. Uh a little bit of a weird night around the SEC, by the way, as we're uh, getting through the segment. Uh Georgia losing six three to Georgia Southern last night in Athens. Arkansas now lost their fourth game in a row, losing a midweeker to Illinois State last night in uh, in Fayetteville. They're they're scuffling right now. Yep. Um, it's a little weird for the Hogs at the uh, at the moment. <clears throat> and a lot of Ole Miss people took a little pleasure in that last night. Uh, let's see. I guess that's it. That's all the losses. Vanderbilt came back. Beat. They were tied for a while. Beat our Central Arkansas ten to two. And yeah, everybody else won. LSU got off the snide. Beat Southeastern Louisiana six to three last night. Auburn had rain and got um, um, postponed with Sanford last night. So
1: Alabama baseball got rained out too. I think
2: Alabama beat South Al twelve to two. They tied now thirteen and zero on the season. Oh, maybe we're all yeah. wrong about Alabama. Maybe Alabama's going to win the West.
1: I'm going to guess not.
2: to yes, they just hadn't played anybody. If you offer me
1: Alabama or the field, you like the field. I'm That's going it. to take the field. Okay, confidently. Confidently.
2: Alabama plays U N A. They can sneak up and get you um, today um, in 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 Tuscaloosa. They can, they can. Seen it, (laughs) I seen it. It's the most baffling game I've ever covered. You looked up in like the six and you go, they suck. What is
1: going on? (laughs) Baseball. Yeah,
2: I was I was having a good time that day uh, because I was actually I was sitting. It was great weather. It was like it was that eleven a.m. school day game. I was sitting down in the stands and I saw Ross over there start texting. You firing him yet? You fired him yet? Whatever, and he's looking at me like, "Stop!" I'm, like, I'm just asking you, you, fired him yet? Mm-hmm. Um, uh, LSU plays Grambling today, so they can get a couple of uh, in-state wins on their belt this midweek. Yep. State plays Southern tonight, and Pearl the first of a uh, first of those games. South Carolina with a midweek game against Boston College tonight. Really? Wonder where BC is headed on the weekend. They gotta be headed somewhere, right?
1: I would think. Maybe they're going to Clemson.
2: Yeah, I'm looking at it. Who's, who's Boston College got this weekend? I know, guys. Nobody cares. Yeah, they are. They're headed to Clemson on the way. South Carolina tonight. They played – interesting schedule. They played at North Carolina A&T Monday, played at, playing out South Carolina today, and then going to Clemson for a three-game set over the weekend. Smart. Yeah, and then hitting – I don't think they're going home. They got another road game on Tuesday, and then they play NC State. They might just be stayed on the road like 14 days.
1: Do they just not go to class, or?
2: Well, you got tutors and stuff. I mean, I mean, I guess you can go back, but you're literally just like one day, boom, boom, boom. Like, yeah. I mean, what do you think?
1: Probably not going home. Probably got out of Boston for a couple of weeks because of the cold. Get some games in.
2: Because you can't play up there anyway. So and that's probably why Princeton hasn't played. They can't schedule anything. So well, I don't know. Never mind. They're going. They're at. Never mind. On Tuesday or Monday or whatever. They're at Holy Cross. So that's back in Massachusetts. Yeah. So they'd go home, play that game, and then come back and play NC State. There's your Boston College schedule rundown for the day. And, sponsored all, of this, by-
1: and all of this assumes that the coronavirus doesn't just wipe everything out. You I know? did
2: find that interesting in your mailbag. You said you're paying more attention than any of the other
1: well, things you, that have hit. When you listen to Mind on My Money, we actually talked a lot about coronavirus because we taped shortly after the Fed dropped the interest point a, a half. First time they d- dropped it in, in uh, 12 years. Where you couldn't kind of help but wonder, do they know something? They admitted it's coronavirus-related. Is there something we don't know?
2: I thought it was just to ease some minds and kind of keep some up.
1: I hope you're right. I think you're right. My inclination is you're right, but you do kind Look, of wonder. I'm not,
2: I'm not being one of those guys that just says, no, it's never a problem, complete head in the sand. I, I do wonder, though, why are we – I, and look, I'm not look, people are sick, they're fatalities, whatever. I, I get that. Yeah, sure. The normal flu strains that we get kill thousands of people a year in every this year. country. Every year. Why are we freaking out about that and not the other stuff that actually has higher percentages on us?
1: I think because the mortality rate on this one is higher. But it's not but as is high it, as
2: Do we know? Nobody's been uh, tested.
1: But so far, they don't think it's as high as, say, H1N1. Remember the mad cow disease? That if you got it, you were. Everybody was all for you. You were in trouble. Yeah. Yeah. I will tell you this Caroline, the Chargerettes, go Chargerettes. um, They fly to Orlando tomorrow to to compete. And they're going to Disney World. Disney World will have people from all over the place, you know, because it's the happiest place on earth. And. normally I'd be like,
2: yeah, cool, cool. Do you think in the next four weeks, five weeks, let's just put a time frame on it, we'll have spectatorless sporting events in the United States?
1: My gut is no. I read something yesterday that said we'll know really in the next two weeks what this thing is. Okay. In two weeks, if it's spreading like wildfire, the answer to your question will be yes. If in two weeks – it's under control and the numbers are kind of going down or stabilizing, then the answer is no.
2: Because that's happened across the world some. Tokyo Marathon had no spectators a few weeks ago. It was only for elite runners.
1: Yeah. They're talking about not having the Olympics?
2: Yeah, too early for – well, I mean, the NCAA yesterday putting out a conference call and spoke with multiple major media outlets and broadcasters and different things including ESPN on hey what if we have to either a change or move NCAA tournament locations or cancel part of the NCAA basketball tournament that was like that was a conversation yesterday
1: i'm aware yeah
2: and it was like hey how much how much head start do you need if we got to take all the take the regional in portland and move that thing to wherever you know i don't know whatever st louis
1: you know and if the thing there's no vaccine for it. Realistically, there's not going to be a vaccine for about a year. If it took off and became a big thing, I think it starts to threaten football seasons. You're not going to go to an event with 80,000 people. No, If you're, no, if no, you're no, scared no. to yeah, death yeah, of
2: yeah, it. Yeah, 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 I get that.
1: So I think it's all going to probably be okay, but...
2: Yeah, I tr- I always lean that direction when, when given the option, but... So. Take our final break in the show to tell you about MasterCuts, Lawn, and Landscape Room Lawn Care throughout northern Mississippi, but a lot more as well, including custom pool decks, outdoor living spaces, paper patios, forestry mulching, and more to patch your dream backyards. easier than think with MasterCuts. You can go online to find a free quote at gomastercuts.com or that same free quote at 662-607-7773. Again, gomastercuts.com.
1: Speaking of mind on my money, that podcast is brought to you by Pinnacle Trust. It will drop uh, today. Uh, go to P- Pintrust. It's actually, if, if you haven't listened before, this is one I think you'll enjoy. It's a lot about coronavirus, how it is impacting the markets, what the Fed uh, drop means, what it, what could be next, uh, some of the politics. Super Tuesday was last night. We talked about. Uh, why Joe Biden is gaining steam, what that would mean for the markets as opposed to Bernie Sanders. There's a lot there. If you are interested in just sort of a current event, um, edition of that podcast It's pin trust.com P I N N trust.com. Mention you heard about pinnacle trust on the podcast. You get 10% off your first year's fees. My mailbag is up at rebelgrove.com. A lot of basketball, some football, some baseball, JFK, um, Love is blind. There's a lot there. It's brought to you by the Westin Jackson, home to Soul Spa, also home to Estelle Wine Bar and Bistro. It is a Marriott property in downtown Jackson. Speaking of planes and uh, events and such, if uh, you're traveling this summer, probably if you've never used a, a travel agent before, this is probably the summer to use one. John Edwards of Regency Travel Incorporated in Memphis is your answer. He's part of Virtuoso. It's a worldwide network of travel partners that allows John to supply his clients with added values and unique benefits not available to other travelers. What you do is you give him a call. You give him a budget. He'll give you some options, and you don't have to live anywhere near Memphis to take advantage of his services. 901-494-3387 or jedwards at regencytravel.net. We're also brought to you by Grenada Nissan. If you're in the market for a Nissan vehicle, Grenada Nissan is the place to go. They've got a complete selection of new and previously owned Nissan vehicles. Great lease deals as well. It's GrenadaNissanUSA.com. And we're brought to you by Oxford University Bank. OUB, locally owned and operated right here in Oxford. It's home to Casasa, the absolute best cash checking account. With Casasa, OUB will pay customers 2.5% interest on their balances up to $50,000 refund ATM fees nationwide. To learn more about OUB, go to liveoxfordbankoxford.com or call 662 234 6668. OUB is FDIC insured.
2: So, I, what does this mean for our society? Credit to you, credit to you, even answers that we had multiple love is blonde questions in your mailbag this week. That really, I mean, I, I woke up and I clicked the link and I went, man, it's where we are. Yep. This is where we are. Yep. Not just a thirty eight year old bachelor, not just apparently doing some some golden year shows of something. We're doing multiple love is blind questions now as well.
1: Yeah, and I think there will be a season two. Course. Well, of course. Of course. Clearly worked. It's I think we just We like watching each other now. We don't watch television. We watch each other. We look for crazy and watch crazy and maybe if we watch crazy it makes us feel better about ourselves
2: okay the problem
1: with the love is blind thing well well, well, the a one of the problems is that it forces these people who can't see each other and more importantly don't know each other to immediately start having conversations about getting married
2: that's a problem
1: well i mean look i was i wrote in the mailbag I was never a great dater. There wasn't a long line of people just itching to date me. But I did know enough about dating to know that you didn't necessarily launch into commitment conversations and in, in dates one, two, There's or order three things. You know, you did want to get to a certain comfort level before you started thinking, "Is this something or not?" We have, skip a, uh, we have a
2: we have a St. Elmo's um, review in our in the mailbag this week. Blake uh, sent us some photos and some yeah, some some. Yeah. some descriptions that apparently it will uh it'll 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 clean you out sinus wise apparently
1: i've uh, always heard it was heavy horseradish yeah
2: it's big time horseradish everybody says and it's like swimming in it i mean it there is so much cocktail sauce in that bowl or plate or whatever serving container
1: which is it's to <sighs> fool you into thinking there's more food than there is yeah, right
2: i'm assuming it's not a ton of shrimp i'm guessing it's not. 17 dollars
1: yeah Blake said it was overpriced, but he did it for the experience good and that it but was good hot. but hot,
2: and I'm fine with horseradish, yeah
1: yeah, I'm all right fine I mean, if I went, I would get it to try it to say I did it
2: you're feeding into the beast I mean you're, yeah, you're, I you're, you're you're you''re you're playing right into their hands that's what you're doing just saying
1: did you pay any attention to Super Tuesday last night
2: I mean a little i I'm annoyed. I'm telling you, I love campaigns, and I can't do it. I just can't. I know it's just a primary season. I get it, but I'm I'm, I'm I, I, I can't.
1: I'm gonna give the Democrats credit. They, they saw where this thing was going. They got
2: behind one. They said, "Hey,
1: <laughs> you're out, and you're out. Yeah. We're doing this thing right now." And somewhere around Saturday night, Sunday morning, they went, "You know what? You sons of I'll tell you this. If I'm Bernie Sanders." I question my loyalty to the Democratic Party at this point.
2: Oh, yeah, because you're hung out to dry. Because
1: this is two times in a row that you had momentum on your side and the party just came in and go, uh-uh. Yeah,
2: nope. No. You will not be on that debate stage come come, in October. I mean. Because, <laughs> I mean, Biden's got a clear run and a majority now. He's got a shot. There's still a chance it doesn't get there before the convention, but it looks a lot better than it did.
1: Whew. <sighs> what? Just gonna be a fascinating.
2: Bloomberg hasn't left yet. Is he gonna to try to run as an independent? Um, I think he could. Is he gonna to try to Ross Perot this
1: time? He spent a bunch of money already.
2: Spent seven million. I know it's just seven million, and Bloomberg that's nothing. Spent that on Super Tuesday, knowing he had no chance to actually win any majorities. I'm wondering if he's hanging around and just gonna run independent on the, on the on the on the on the main ticket if he can do that. I don't know what the rules are. I I don't know.
1: Who's Biden have to put on his ticket? Ooh.
2: That's tricky because you got to pick somebody to help you, but that same person could hurt you with the people. Because I, I don't think Bi- Biden has this. Got to go young. Think, say, correct me if I'm wrong. Biden has this, hey, he's better than these other dudes about him. But I don't know that Biden has this intense camp at all that just no matter what, I am motivated to get out on that Tuesday right. and vote for you. I don't see that. No. So because of that, you could pick a running mate that could
1: screw up some of your your, your, your really sub-
2: hardcore supporters because they're not that hardcore.
1: And you need that momentum. I mean, Obama had it in 08 where people lined up in the rain and, and Trump it. had it in 16 where people lined up for hours to go vote.
2: Well, that's when we first knew it. You and I have talked about that, that conversation where you said, hey, you seen this. Well, I, was, like, I kept
1: showing it to you. I'm like, look at, this, look at that.
2: Yeah, because yeah. I just saw those polls. I was like, oh, Hillary's going to win. I've quit. Yeah. And I kind of – Well, and I was that way till about yeah, 10 o'clock
1: you, that morning, and I kept looking at the TV going yeah, – you
2: called me at like 2.30 that afternoon and went, uh, got a got a thing here. Well,
1: this I is- mean, are people waiting in line for three hours? Are people going to wait in line for three hours to vote for Joe Biden? I don't know the answer to that. And if he puts like Klobuchar on his ticket – does, does Biden, does does Trump respond with, you know what? Nikki Haley sure would be good on the ticket right now. Really? I have to think about it. I'm thinking. Got to be Klobuchar, right? That, that, that's who he has to go with. She's solid.
2: I think that makes some sense. Good communicators. It's, it's, and, and it's, it's,
1: female vote. It's
2: it's moderate as you can get with the current setup. Um, about Kamala Harris.
1: Interesting. Wonder if he would think, because clearly the Democrats are thinking, hey, look, we just can't go radical here. We're not going to win. I wonder if, he would think she was potentially would be viewed as too radical to cancel out his normalcy.
2: Okay.
1: I mean, I'm, I'm just, I don't, I don't know. I mean, I just kind of wonder if that's what he would kind of think to himself. Like, I don't think he'll go with Buttigieg. Kobachar is just vanilla ice cream enough. I know I'm not talking about a race. I'm talking about just down the, down the line.
2: A little milk toast, yeah.
1: Safe. Yeah, she's very safe. That's a good point. Is I'm telling you don't count out this Nikki Haley thing. You know what? Begala predicted Klubichar would
2: if you get Minnesota because I mean, you're you're counting votes here is all you're doing. Of right? course. I mean, this is a scoreboard. That's, of course, that, that's.
1: Nikki Haley would do really well with moms, women. Yeah. It's a lot of women. You want the women vote. She'd help. Yeah. You know what uh, Bagala predicts, don't you? Mm-mm. He predicts that if this coronavirus thing gets out of control, Trump's going to blame Pence for his handling of it because he put Pence on it. And, and, and put Haley on the ticket, and he's predicted that he will announce it on the day that the Democrats
2: hold their have
1: their person nominate their person in in uh uh Milwaukee.
2: Is that where it's at this year?
1: Yeah, July the sixteenth, I think.
2: Playing games now, aren't we? So, okay, it's you note, you get into politics yeah. on that one, huh? Yeah, yeah, yeah. No kidding. All right. Uh, It's happened before.
1: Just because you're on the first, just because you're the vice president, doesn't mean you're a lock for the ticket.
2: No, not at all. Thanks to Gabe for giving us a shot, talking to us today for a uh, for a little bit. We'll be back tomorrow with another show. We've got uh, some stuff on RebelGrove.com and more coming as well. So have a good day. Enjoy your Wednesday. Talk to you tomorrow.